Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God, our Heavenly Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Dear friends, how did you get here? How'd you get here? Nah, come on now, you're thinking a little too narrowly. I'm not talking about your routine. I'm not talking about your mode of transportation. I'm not even talking about your physical birth. How did you get here? What is it that led you to be here at St. Paul Lutheran on this day? How did you get here? Also, you're still, you're still thinking a little too narrowly. Think bigger. How did you get here? I said at the outset of the service, this week we are beginning the public rollout of the mission, vision, values that our congregation has adopted. Over the next two weeks in our messages, we're going to focus on our mission statement, equipping every generation to live rooted in Jesus. Next weekend, Pastor Schultz is going to be preaching on the latter half of that statement, but today I want to focus on the first three words, equipping every generation. And as we focus on these three words, I want to set before you three questions to consider. The first question is the question that I've already asked. How did you get here? Let me tell you a little bit about how I got here. I am here today because of Victor and Bessie Anderson, my dad's grandparents. My father, David, learned the love of Jesus by being rocked in the comforting arms of his grandma, Bessie. He knew the importance of weekly worship as he looked at their nearby house and it sat vacant every Sunday morning. He experienced the anchor of faith as they cared for their daughter, Marcy, who died at age 29 of multiple sclerosis. As they cared for their son, Luther, my grandfather, who had a massive stroke at age 40 and was confined to a veteran's hospital every day after that. And yet through it all, they never lost faith. My dad was overcome by the power of prayer as he walked in one day on his grandpa, Victor, who was praying out loud, Dear Lord, please bless and take care of my Davy. I'm here today because of Baba, my mom's grandmother. My mom, Nancy, learned the importance of Scripture as she saw Baba's well-worn Bible on the table. She understood the importance of Sabbath rest in the house of God from Baba's example of walking a mile and a half every Sunday morning so that she could get to the 8 a.m. service in the Slovak language. I'm here today because of Betty Jacobson, my grandma, my mom's mom, who made sure that my mom was in worship every weekend, who talked about Jesus to her children, who memorized countless hymns, who wrote, read a, a passage of scripture every day, including always reading a chapter of Luke every May 4th, because that's my birthday, and she wanted to honor my namesake. Her given name, Leona, will continue to live on as the middle name of our youngest child, Grace. I'm here today because my father took the time to talk to me when I was wrestling with things that night, couldn't sleep, and I would go out and 
see if he could answer those questions. I'm here today because he provided that good balance of being both a good father and a good pastor. I'm here today because my mom saying, I am Jesus' little lamb at my bedside. I'm here because she modeled the compassion and kindness of Jesus better than anyone I have ever met. I am here today because of friends made in high school and college who encouraged me in my faith, who held on to similar values as I did. I am here because of a woman named Sarah, herself influenced by countless other people, who walks with me and shows me the unconditional love and self-sacrifice of Jesus. I am here because of Pastor David Brighton, Pete Laborious, and friends and youth at Mount Calvary in Warner Robins, Georgia, who saved my ministry while I was on Vicarage when I was about ready to walk away. And the list goes on and on and on and includes so many of you. See, faith is not just an individual thing. Faith is a communal thing. Faith is a generational thing. You are here today because someone, or likely many, 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 many someones passed along the faith, prayed for you, encouraged you, equipped you so that you could be here at this moment. And I would love to hear your story. I would love to hear how you got here today. Maybe not in the handshake line after service. You're all hungry. You're going to want to go eat. But seriously, sometimes stop me. And tell me your story, how you got here. It's the beauty of the genealogies that we have in Scripture. Our Old Testament reading today was the genealogy of King David. Growing up, I always thought genealogies were so boring, so pointless. Maybe that's what you thought as Pastor Schultz was reading all those names. What's the point? Just name after name after name after name. But consider that each and every one of those names was an individual like you and me who walked on this earth, had good days and bad days, and yet made deliberate daily decisions to pass along the faith to the next generation. You likely haven't spent much time thinking about Aminadab, and yet without Aminadab, there's no King David. The entire narrative of Scripture hinges on people like Aminadab who pass the faith along to the next generation. We have a generational faith. We worship the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You are here today because there's a chain of faithful people who passed along the faith so that you could be here, so that you could have this wonderful gift. Don't take that for granted. Consider, seriously consider, how you got here today. Second question is, where are you going? You have people who have gotten you to this position to be here today, but the question is, where do you go from here? Where are you going now? Once more, I don't want you just to give a quick, thoughtless answer. No, think about it, because in this context... I'm sure that most of us would want to say something like, well, I'm going towards Jesus, towards His eternal home. Is that really where you're headed? If you took the time to examine your life, the decisions you're making, your planning, is that really the ultimate goal? Or are you focused primarily elsewhere? 
early retirements, comfort and security for family, finding your soulmates. Where is it that your energy is focused? Now, I truly do believe that you're here today because you want to follow Jesus. You need to be equipped for that journey. How are you equipped? Well, it's often not those big, grand, once-in-a-lifetime kind of actions. No, think about the example of my faith ancestors. Think about what stood out about them. It's those daily things, the prayers, the time spent in worship, talking about Jesus, modeling the love of Christ. It's those daily, deliberate, consistent decisions repeated again and again and again. That's how the Holy Spirit equips us to follow Jesus all the way to His eternal kingdom. As a congregation, we've adopted five values that we want to define us here. They're on the back of the bulletin. Biblical teaching, transformational faith, authentic relationships, generous living, and compassionate witness. These are the things that the Holy Spirit will use in this place to help us focus on Jesus, to lead us towards Jesus and His mission and calling for us. And we're going to be unpacking all of these in the weeks and months ahead. The table has been set before you. You're in a great position. The question is, are you going to keep it going? Are you going to keep the chain going? Are you going to take what's been modeled for you and are you going to model it for the next generation? Maybe you come from a family where this wasn't modeled at all and you're here today because of a, a friend or a neighbor. But you could be the first in your family to model these things so that generations from now, someone could look back and say, oh yeah, I'm here because this person prayed worship because they modeled the faith for me. May the Holy Spirit equip each and every one of you so that you may follow Jesus all the way to His eternal home. How'd you get here? Where are you going? And finally, who's coming with you? No, I've shared this in a message before, but I'll never forget the day when I sat down with Rollin Kegley. And he looked at me and he said, Pastor, it's not true when people say that you can't take anything with you after you die. Because if you pass along the faith to the next generation, guess what? They come with you. Friends, your house isn't coming with you. Your car, your money, your accomplishments, none of that's coming with you. But look around here today. Look at the sea of faces. If you invest in these people, if you walk with them, encourage them, equip them, guess what? They come with you. That's what this is all about. 
Equipping every generation to live rooted in Jesus is all about trying to bring as many people as we can with us because when it's all said and done, everything else fades away. But you, you are forever. You can come with. Equip every generation. Every generation. For the older generations, don't just ignore them. Don't just cast them off to the side and think, oh, well, they're good, they're set. I don't need to worry about them so much anymore. No, spend time with them. Listen to them, converse with them, honor, respect them, and point them to Jesus so that when the time comes for their earthly departure, they are ready to meet it and they come with you. For the middle generations, those struggling through the trials and temptations of life, be there to encourage so that they might fight off the attacks of the world and of Satan and so that they might stand strong in the faith and come with you. And for the younger generations, all these children here and even the ones unborn, we're growing up in a dark world that seems to be getting darker all the time. Reflect the light of Jesus and model the faith. Put into practice those things that you have seen so that they in turn put them into practice and so that one day they come with you. You have that influence. Equip every generation. I know there might be some of you out there who think, well, pastor, this message really isn't for me. That's for you. You've got a family. You've got kids. There's other people here. they got kids. It's not really for me. You're single or childless. You think, I don't have a family. It's not for me. That's nonsense. Because in our gospel reading, Jesus makes it clear, who is my mother and my brothers? Right here. You are my brothers and my sisters. You are my family in the truest sense of the word. And the greatest impact made by any human being on this planet was made by a single guy who had no biological children. It doesn't matter what your station in life is, what your family situation is like. You have the ability to equip generations to follow Jesus. You can be the one to have that conversation with a friend, with a neighbor, with a coworker, so that this generational chain begins. This is a mission for each and every one of us. Make no mistake about it. So here's my challenge for you this week. I want you to spend time with these three questions to really think about them. Number one, how did you get here? Write it down. How'd you get here? Write about the people who have influenced you, who have modeled the faith. Write about them and what they did to model the faith for you. Number two, where are you going? Are you headed towards Jesus and towards his calling for your life? And if not, what needs to change? And number three, who's coming with you? Take the time to write about the people that you want to come with you and pray for them and ask the Holy Spirit to empower you so that you can equip them so that one day they come with you. Friends, I already told you how I got here. 
trying to go towards Jesus. May God help me to ever go in his direction. And as for who's coming with me, well, I can't think of anything better than spending eternity with each and every last one of you. As your pastor, by the help of God, by His grace, by His power, I promise to do everything I can right here in this place to equip every generation to live rooted in Jesus so that one day, all of you come with me. That's the mission. Friends, that's our mission, equipping every generation to live rooted in Jesus. The question is, will you join me? Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all of our human understanding, guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.